Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 112 of Navigating the Modern World. Um, who knew we need just needed a pandemic to get me back on my podcasting? Dang. Um, first, I just want to say thank you. I am so in touch with this community and how much this passion project has really just soothed so much of my soul and I hope that it has offered something similar for you guys and I had a realization this morning that a lot of times when I record podcasts really I'm just recording the things that are occurring like my own insights and my own wisdom I'm just recording them mostly maybe even for myself um and this morning um so today's podcast is going to be about embodiment um I've been thinking about this for a long time, that we walk around in these bodies, yet we don't really live in them. I'm going to say that again. We walk around in these bodies, but we don't really live in them. And I, this morning, got up and I've been trying to practice yoga more just because I have some pain, some aches and pains, like some in my lower back and in my upper back. And, um, and you know, I teach yoga, so I also want to be in integrity and be practicing as well, but mostly for pain, to be honest. And I got up this morning and I did my yoga and I did really slow yoga. I literally just, um, I watched a few YouTube videos, actually. There's like such a surgence. <laughs> There's like this like, whoo, um, of people posting yoga videos everywhere, everywhere you look, um, at least in my world. And I, so I did this really slow, methodical, and I've been just like, I've been just wanting to be still and meditate. It's um, I, I've heard a few other people say this, so I think that it's kind of maybe the theme right now is people, the slowing down is really creating an intentional slowdown, like wanting to be with myself. And um, it's kind of the only place that feels peaceful, to be honest. And so today I'm doing this slow yoga sequence and um, and I just feel so calm and connected and I can feel the micro movements in my body and I I just kind of you know left the sequence feeling like wow that's that's it you know that's really it like that's how I want to be feeling especially right now and so then afterwards I came and I sat on the couch and I just it's, it feels like the only thing to do is to meditate. So I began meditating and I had this just deep arrival. 
in my body. Like being in my body, like being able to feel the actual breath. Like when I was breathing, I could feel my whole body expand and then contract and this just like pulsing, living thing. And I just got so moved. I just became so moved that we live in these bodies and very often we don't even know what's going on with them. You know, there are very few breaths through the day that I actually feel like that. There are very few moments in the day that I'm actually in this body. And as I sat in meditation in this kind of pulsing, living thing, observing it, I really had this sense that that is actually what we are here to do. That we are here to be in the body, to actually be in this body. And I've heard this term before, like this coming home term. And I'm experiencing it more and more where actually all I want to do is be in my body. And it does feel like this returning home. It feels like it is this thing and this place where I know I always have refuge. And I had this thought as I'm sitting, meditating, feeling this pulsation that literally our only job is to be deeply connected to our bodies while we're doing whatever else we're doing in the world. And I was, I was texting a friend afterwards and I was sharing this with her. And really what came up is that the only reason we don't carve out time to be in this body, well, I think there's a few reasons. One reason is I think that we're terrified of what we would actually have to look at and approach. Like we would have to actually approach our own sadness. We would have to actually approach our own dissatisfaction. We would have to actually approach our insecurities. We would have to actually approach our anger, our resentments. We would have to actually approach ourselves. And that, I think, is terrifying for a lot of people. And I think for a long time it was terrifying for me too. And the more that I've just subtly practiced returning to here, and it started as breath. It, it started as me focusing on my breath. It started as me noticing more and more often where my feet were. Like literally, like I would feel my shoes, I would feel my socks, I would feel my feet on the earth, wherever they were. And then I would like get acclimated to where, where I actually was. Like, oh, you're driving, you're in a car. Oh, you're in the grocery store. Or, oh, you're at work, right? Like actually coming into the body, coming into where I am. And it started like that subtly in my early 20s, you know, like, and it honestly, and it stemmed from depression. I had massive bouts of depression, didn't know how to get out of them. 
And what I realized through people's guidance and through reading and through praying and through, you know, continuously seeking is that I was living from the neck up. And as I lowered more and more into my body, the more that my body has become the place that I want to be. And I have found less need to distract myself, less need to eat myself into oblivion, less need to um, be, you know, be try to become famous or try to become known for my work or... Um, It's like the more and more that this body feels like home, the more I want to spend time with it. And, um, and I realized that one of the main reasons, one of the main things that keeps us from, you know, besides that we would have to face ourselves, one of the other main reasons that keeps us from carving out the time to be with ourselves is that our thinking mind from the neck up, you know, our thinking mind, there's this idea that there's all this more important things to do. And society feeds that, like, right, like we have to make money, we have to pay the bills, we have to, we have to, you know, go to all these social events, keep up our social status. We have to take care of others, take care of our families. We have to make sure we're, you know, we're skinny enough that our bodies are perfect. So we need to make sure that we're carving out all this time to get to the gym. And um, I mean, it's just this list of things that we have to do. And so we're left with this list of things we have to do, including you know, like the simple tasks of just day-to-day life, like brushing our teeth and sweeping the floor and making the meals. And um, so there's like all just the basic stuff. And then piled on top of it is all this other stuff. Like we have to like achieve certain things in our career. We have to um, be educated enough. We have to like it over and over and over again. It just keeps getting piled on the older we get, especially if you begin having children and you buy a home and you, um, you know, just, I mean, the list goes on and we've kind of convinced ourselves that this list that I'm not even sure where we got the list. Um, it seems that it's been passed on, you know, it's been passed on to us from past generations and it's been taught to us via society, but we, we've, believed that this list is more important than being with ourselves. You know, this list takes precedent over the doing an hour of yoga stretches and then doing an hour of sitting with yourself in silence. And I don't expect people to be as extreme as I am. I understand that I am extreme and that I really want to understand this body that I'm walking in and that I want to understand the meaning of life. And I want to, you know, a lot of people aren't bothered by those things. And that's great. Um, there's, I don't think there's anything bad or wrong about that. And... 
I really, really want to maybe ask you to pause and ask, what is actually most important? And is my time being allocated to what's most important? You know, for you, it might not be returning to the body. For you, it might be, you know, spending time with your family or being in nature or whatever it is. And I want to suggest that like once you tap into what matters most, that the aspect of being able to be in your body as you do it is what gives you pleasure. It is what allows you to experience it. We're ex- the body is for the experience. So the more that we come into the body, the more that we actually experience life. It's, it's less like life is just passing us by. It's more like, whoa, we're like in full experience. Um, like, like with everything, like if I'm watching a sunset and I'm also connected to my body, so my eyes are seeing something beautiful, but that I'm experiencing it through this body, like allowing the sunset to actually enter into all of my senses and to feel the joy and the peace that it gives me. It's a completely different experience than just like, oh, that's a pretty sunset. And then like maybe taking, shooting a few pictures with my phone. Very different experience. And my body, my whole experience gets to experience it. Like everything, my, all of my senses. And then a sense of aliveness comes. A sense of connectedness, a sense of, oh, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I think the more that we're in the body, the more that we have access to that and the less that we're rushing from just one task to another, to the next, to the next without complete, like just completely avoiding the body that is actually giving you access to do those things. Like we ignore the vessel that gives us this life. We ignore the vessel that gives us this life. And then we wonder why we feel disconnected. We wonder why we feel stressed out. We wonder why we feel unsatisfied. And it's because we're not even paying attention to the thing that gives us the gift of life. And when you begin to tap into the gift, which is this physical form, it becomes this holy, sacred ground of like, oh my gosh. Like if this thing, this, you know, solid thing that has arms, that has fingers, that has legs, if this thing wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. And so why have I been not paying attention to it for so long? Why have I been ignoring it for so long? And we also wonder why we have body pains all the time. It's because we're not paying attention at all to the body. Of course you're going to be in pain. You just walk around ignoring this beautiful thing that gives you life. It's the same thing. It's like it's like a car. You know, you drive a car and if you don't give it maintenance, if you don't pay attention to it, then the car just stops working. It breaks down and the body is the same. But we, for some reason, don't see it that way. And we've allocated all of our tasks to these out outward seeking and outward getting and outward um, approval and um, when really this thing right here is begging for attention and not only is it begging for attention but if you pay attention to it you get everything you want 
you get the peace of mind, you get the joy, you get the aliveness, which is really what we're all grasping for out here in the real world with these high-powered jobs or all of this money or, um, you know, whatever it is, these possessions, whatever it is, the perfect body, whatever it is. Even the like, even the spiritual people working around, you know, we're grasping for it too. Wanting, you know, notoriety for being a spiritual person, wanting to be seen, wanting to help all of these people, thinking we can save and help all of these people. And we haven't even like tapped in to being and, you know, healing, I'm using air quotes, healing and air quote, saving, you know, those words are kind of loaded for me, but this, your own being. And it's really interesting. It's because this whole coronavirus thing has kind of had people do a U-turn. It's like, okay, we're, you know, we've been so outwardly focused. Now we're told that we can't even leave our house, which I'm sure people, I'm sure there's like a ton of things happening in people's houses right now. Like I'm sure people are planning remodels, (laughs) right? It's like, if we can't be out here remodeling the out, the outer world, then we have to, you know, we have to begin remodeling our house and whatever it is. And remember, I want to, I want to also suggest that the way that we steward and take care of outer things is totally a reflection of the inner, you know, like even after I meditated, all I wanted to do was like clean. I wanted to like sweep the floor and like, it's kind of like the meditation and the yoga is like sweeping and taking care of the inner body. And then as the outer, when I open my eyes and I kind of come out of that I want to like sweep and take care of the outer like they're so deeply connected and so it's not about forgetting about the outer world it's just it's just actually pausing and asking yourself wait 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 wait. am I taking care of my inner world and from the top of the head to the toes you know a lot of times people you know they'll go to the gym and they have they have a, a beautiful physique but their mind is anxious as everything or they eat super healthy, you know, but they don't like think about other things like the crazy chemicals they're putting all over their body or, you know, whatever it is like there, there's just like some places that we can begin to look like really from the head, the top of the head, all the way to the tip of the toes. Like, how am I taking care of this vessel? And I've been asking this question. It brings up this question of like, why is it important to be alive? Um, which is a very huge question. And I'm not even sure that the answer that we'll have the answer in this lifetime, um, you know, and maybe we have glimpses of the answer, or maybe we're all moving toward that answer of like, why are we alive? Why are we here? Um, and when I'm sitting with myself, and I'm taking care of myself, and I'm really nourishing and connected to this body, I really can like almost sense that in doing so, it changes my actions in the world, right? When I'm deeply connected here, it changes my actions in the world. Like I want to take care of other people in a more holistic, better way. I want to take care of my home. I want to take care of my things. Um, I want to make sure what I'm putting into my body is wholesome. Like it changes everything, but it almost seems that it has to start 
with this deep intention and deep connection and deep presence with this physical thing that's allowing us to even have a life. And it really does just start, you know, I don't want it to be overwhelming for people. It really does just start with like one breath. Every time you notice your breath and you fully notice it and you can reconnect to your body and your being in that moment, you're doing it. Or every time, you know, you notice that you get lost in thought and then you bring yourself back to like, okay, wait, where am I? Where are my feet? Where's my bum? Okay, I'm sitting here making this podcast or um, I'm sitting here doing some work or I'm chopping up the vegetables or I'm driving my car, whatever it is, right? Every time you bring yourself back, you're doing it. Every time you actually listen to someone, someone speaking, and you actually tune in and listen, you're doing it. So it's not this complicated thing. It's just the returning to. And it's the remembering that you have this home. That the chaos in the outer world, you know, is occurring. We don't need to ignore it. And you always have a place of refuge. And here's the thing too, is it, it takes some courage because most of us, our inner world is, is just as chaotic as the outer world. It's just as chaotic as the outer world. And so the practice is, is beginning to slowly approach self, slowly approach the mind, slowly approach the body and just sit with it for moments. If you're feeling a lot of discomfort right now, which I think a lot of people are, no problem, very, very natural, beginning to sit with it, actually get to know what's occurring in this body, actually get to know this body, actually get to know yourself. And I feel that the coronavirus is really having um, the effect of this U-turn of like, oh, we can't ignore it anymore. And trust me, there are tons of ways to ignore it. I mean, even staying at home all day, there's tons of ways to ignore it. And what if you didn't? What if you began queuing in and checking in with your body just as much as you were queuing in and checking in on Instagram? What if you were queuing in and checking in with your body a few breaths, two to three breaths only? As much as you were checking your email or as much as you were fantasizing about, you know, the new version of you with the perfect body or the new version of you with this career or the new version of you with this um, better education or whatever. What if you were queuing into your own body in present moments just as much and seeing what's actually occurring here? Oh, I can feel a sensation in my knee. Oh, interesting. Oh, I can feel, you know, some rumbling in my belly. Maybe I'm hungry. Oh, I can feel some tightness in my chest. Maybe taking a breath and relaxing the shoulders. Oh, I'm clenching my jaw. Maybe taking a breath and unclenching the jaw. In the practice of just returning more and more and more. And I think it's interesting because... To me, it does feel like it's so important. 
in the grand scheme of things, when you're born into this world, you can't talk, you can't do anything, you're just stuck in this body. You're just stuck in your own body and you're experiencing the the basic necessities of this body and you're reacting to those sensations. Like it's a very it's very, very clear to me that kids are connected to their body sensations. When they're hungry, they yell and scream and cry about it. When they're tired, they yell and scream and cry about it, right? They're very connected to what's occurring here. And then on your deathbed, it's very much the same. And and remember, you're born alone. You're born into this world alone. And think about how beautiful and kind of scary that is. Like for for a newborn baby has no idea, right? He's just born into this world alone in this little body, reacting very much and very in tune with the body. And then toward the end, it's very much the same. You know, a lot of people at the end of life, you know, they really begin to comment just how present they are and how each breath matters. And they're also very in tune with what's occurring. And because, and they're also, a lot of times we go back within ourselves. We kind of, you know, go back within ourselves and people who are near death become quieter. They become stiller. And at the end of life also, you are alone. You die alone. And, you know, there are some like beautiful stories about, you know, lovers dying together, like close to old age or something, but that's very rare. And you die alone. And we so often ignore this thing that we are born with, that we die with. We so often ignore this thing that gives us refuge, that keeps us safe from the elements. We so often ignore it. And I want to just suggest that maybe it's the point. Maybe the more you return to this body, the more peace you have and the more peace you get to walk in this life. And then at the end of life, the more that you've known your body, you've known this vessel, the more at peace you can be even in the letting go of it. Because you know that things just arise in it and then they move away. Things come and they go. And maybe this vessel is here for our complete teaching. And embodying it is what begins to wake us up. Wake us up to what life is about. Wake us up to what's important. Wake us up to what loving truly means what presence really means I don't know just something on my mind and I hope if if it touched you in some way that you could share it either by sharing the podcast or sharing your thoughts with somebody or going over to um, to, not Instagram (laughs) to um, iTunes and rating and reviewing this podcast. And mostly what I care about is that you just are happy and peaceful wherever you are. And if this has brought you some of that, then I'm deeply grateful. So that will conclude this episode. Um, Please share this with anyone you know. Rate and review it. You guys are the bomb. Thank you so much. Until next time.